Okay, so we can hear each other. Did everyone wet their throats? Amen. Yes, ma'am. Huh? If not, I would have problems. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We wouldn't be able to talk, right? Right. Amen. Awesome. Well, good morning and welcome to The Secret Currency for Life with Prophetess Michelle Spires and friends. I am Prophetess Michelle, your host. Um, Minister Flora, would you like to take us in in prayer? Of course, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, we bless you. We glorify your holy name. This gracious morning that you have allowed us to partake in. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to be a part of this podcast that you are using for your glory. We bless you right now in the name of Jesus. You are our God. You are sovereign and you are in control of all things. So we yield our vessels right now to you that you might be glorified and that every hearer of this word will be edified and built up in the, their faith, oh Father, that they will be able to grow and to understand and to be able to move and have their being in you in the name of Jesus. You, yes. these vessels of clay on this podcast, oh Father, for your own glory, we present our bodies to you right now, our minds, our souls, our whole being, that you will be glorified and you will get the glory out of everything that is said and done in this yes. time oh father in jesus name have your perfect will and your perfect way holy spirit we 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 relinquish our minds to you we relinquish our thoughts to you we relinquish everything oh father that you have allowed us to to study and 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 to prepare we know that it's not in the preparation it is in your power that yokes are broken so have your way just now that the anointing falls on this podcast that will break yokes in the lives of people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory, glory. Amen. Amen. So today we will be continuing our conversation of last week, um, Breaking Generational Chains, part two. So I would like to thank our special guests for coming out this morning. Um, thank you for taking the time to come back and I'm finishing the conversation. I'm breaking generational chains. I mean, we can go in several many directions with this. Um, so we, the Holy Spirit led me to continue the conversation. Um, I have got a lot of feedback through email. Um, some questions came through. And um, we're going to go ahead and attack those today. So joining me this morning, we have um, Pastor Natasha Ellison of Igniters Alliance from Charlotte, North Carolina. And we also have Minister Flora Druitt of New Life Provision Christian Ministry of Durham, North Carolina. And once again, I want to thank you guys for waking up early and 
coming out and continuing the conversation. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. So at this time, I would like for both of you to take two to three minutes and give us a brief testimony that happened to you throughout the week and um, tell us a little bit about your ministry and give our listener to connect with you through social media. So Pastor Natasha, would you like to start us off? Sure. Um, I am Pastor Natasha of Come Alive Outreach. Um, I was an umbrella of Igniters United Alliance. Um, and so I've had some major uh, things happening to me this week. Um, just really getting outside the box and becoming uh, a part of things has opened has opened many doors for me and, and made new connections. Um, I, you know, went to a, uh, an event this week and um, someone just because of uh, the glory of the Lord disconnected with me because of that particular thing. Didn't know I'm just yeah. out and about in the marketplace and someone, you know, wanted to connect because they, they experienced uh, power, they experienced this glory just from, you know, just from being there. And so I just thank God for, yes. uh, for being with me and, you know, that particular person experiencing God in a whole new way, just in the marketplace. So I, I just, I, I thank God that he's always with us. Um, he's never forsaken us. And, um, that is the testimony that somebody's life has changed just because, yes. uh, just being there and God yes. being there, of course, within me and uh, to be a vessel to I'm so grateful and thankful for that. Um, and you can um, check us out on Facebook Live. Uh, we're there every Saturday at 2.22 on Igniter United Alliance page. As well as you can like and share, our, like and uh, follow our page there on Facebook. Um, I'm also Natasha Creative Purpose Ellison on Facebook as well. If you'd like to follow me there as well. Awesome. That is a great testimony. Um, someone's life was changed um, through this week. Um, Minister Flora. Praise God. Praise God. God is good all the time. He has uh, really, within the course of this week, uh, has actually uh, answered and interceded and answered a prayer. We've been, um, uh, my husband is uh, legally blind. And has, he has difficulty. And uh, a while back, we went to a rehab, and they had recommended that he live in a home that has a uh, open floor uh, plan. And and I have been looking and and, and looking for a, a house with a, a, a master on the first floor, open floor plan, and all the things that that I've asked, I've put on sort of the list for God. And he opened that door this week, and I'm just so thankful that, and I know it was him because everything moved according to his plan and his, and his season. And so this is a time of new beginnings, and I just believe that in in in, in my life, in my husband's life, in the life of my family, uh, in a new place uh, with, with, with a new start and with a new zeal according to knowledge <laughs> according to knowledge in the Lord so I, I am I'm just uh, thankful for that like he moves in our lives and he always has a plan not always lined up exactly how we want it or when we want it but he is as the song says an on time God and I'm yes, thankful 
for this time and this season and what he's what he's doing and what he has done and what he's going to do in our lives and uh, I, I have a, a Facebook page and it is basically a Facebook ministry uh, the Lord is uh, uh, allowed me he just sort of like mostly I, I share a few pictures or stuff occasionally with my grands but for the most part it's just sharing some, some thoughts and some inspiration that the Lord has given me on that page and it's under my name Flora Druid as Flora Campbell drew it. Uh, it's, and so, uh, should you want to connect, uh, or um, uh, that's 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 one of the ways to connect with me. Um, so uh, just uh, keep me in prayer. And I'm a part of a ministry here, and as as already been stated, in here in Durham, North Carolina, called New Life Provision. Uh, the bishop is Bishop uh, uh, Theodore Bryant. We call him uh, Bishop Ted Bryant, and his wife is uh, a pastor, uh, Beverly Bryant. So um, it's uh, located here in Durham, and um, well, we just I'm thankful it's a very small, a very uh, intimate little ministry that that God is pulling together on the ground floor, and uh, we just letting God add to it daily as He sees fit, and we just thankful for it right now. Thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome testimonies. Well, I had a brief testimony. I. I was challenged in my um, living situation and found myself um, looking for a new place, which so it's new beginnings um, for me as well. And I applied to a lot of different places of my liking. I wasn't necessarily following what the Lord was telling me to do, but I was, you know, picking places that I liked continue to get denied, denied, denied. And finally, I adhered to the word of God that was resting on the inside of me and applied to the place that he chose for me and was approved instantly. And it's so amazing how God you know, he, he will speak to us to speak to us. And sometimes we can just be in our own way, you know. Um, but I just thank God that um, my ears are open and that I can hear God speak. And that I took action when the Holy Spirit told me to move. So, you know, I bless God for new beginnings and for what he's doing in our lives. So thank you guys for being so transparent and releasing um, your testimonies and um, in Revelation 12 10 through 11 it states that the accuser goes before God and accuses us day and night but Christ defeated him when he, when he went to the cross the shedding of the blood he defeated the enemy and we continue to defeat the enemy we continue to defeat the accuser every time we testify on the goodness of God. The accuser knows that his time is very short on this earth. Amen. Allow me to take this time and to thank our listeners this morning for joining us live. Um, I'm looking right now on our um, the online version, and it looks like we have 40 people that's listening live. So we want to thank you guys for coming out and getting up early this morning and listening to what God has to say to us on today. Connect with us 
on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Our Secret Currency. Call in your prayer request to 646-349-0604 or email us, OurSecretCurrency at gmail.com. So last week, we talked briefly about the chain, the density, the pattern, and we even tapped into the length. We talked about what to do to break negative strongholds off of our lives. So our topic once again is um, breaking generational chains, and this is part two. So let's let's zero in on generational. So I did a quick little word study, which I always I always pick words out um, and break them up and find out the origin, the origin and the language and where it stems from because it, it just helps me to get more comprehension. So we're going to zero in on the word generational. And it stems from the French language, uh, generatio. And it is a group of individuals, most of whom are the same age, having similar ideas, problems, attitudes, manner, disposition, feelings, and the position with regard to a person or thing, tendency or orientation, especially of the mind. Now, that that part right there was really profound to me. Um, And to me, it explains the children of this generation. If you notice, sometimes when you see children of this this generation, they're so savvy with technology and I see babies all the time holding phones, the, the cell phones, as if they know and they've been taught how to use this thing. So it just amazes me of the minds of the generations, of recent generations of today. So um, we are going to hear from each one of you on... We're going to hear from you on what's your take of the generations of the past, the foundation of recent generations, and how we begin to repair the cracks for generations to come, and how we can have a solid foundation in in the generations to uphold um, the coming future generations. Um, but first, let me share uh, a few scriptures in my study that um, highlighted for me. Um, so the, the minds of our youth is the epitome of what Jesus taught most more than 2,000 years ago. Um, broaden forward thinking. Just take some time and Google AI, for, for example, artificial intelligence or, or the newest inventions, truly forward thinking, gearing up for the generation that is birthing now. 
So as I did a study in, in scripture, um, these scriptures, it was four scriptures that highlighted to me. Listeners, you can take time and do a study and these scriptures would help you get started. Genesis 22, 18, Psalms 145 and 4, James 3, verse 1 through 18, Luke chapter 7, 31 through 34. Jesus was the greatest born to mankind, but yet the least. Jesus didn't gain listeners because he was Jesus. He gained listeners because he appeared to them as who he was, a carpenter. He reached them by being among them as who they were, not above them or beneath them. Although he lived a life of no sin, completely no sin, but yet he wore the cloak of sin so that we would be free to be um, bold and humble in every generation. The presence of God, our Father, reveals himself from generation from the generation of Adam. The righteous of humanity has declared the name of God to the next generation, revealing his presence in the earth, as stated in Psalms 145.4. So once again, panelists, I'm going to pass the baton over to you. And what is your take on the foundations, the cracks in the foundation of our recent generations and how can we begin to repair the cracks for the generations to come? Pastor Natasha, would you like to start us off? Sure. Um, Well, our um, past generations, um, I was was actually watching a documentary the other day and it was based on uh, migrants um, working um, in the fields and it was, you know, dealing with, of course, it was like the end of, of course, the end of slavery, but yet still, they were still enslaved. And what happened was those particular people, uh, they continued to work, work, and work. Their children um, were suffering educationally um, because they went from place to place. So they didn't have what they needed, you know, like the normal, you know, regular children have. And so this caused a generational uh, way of thinking as well as, you know, because the mother didn't have what she needed because she had worked in the fields all of her life. And so the same very thing was going to happen to children um, because right. of how, you know, how they went from place to place and weren't able to receive a very good education because of the movement. And so um, I, I believe, you know, in that particular thing, it starts at a young age. Um, what is implemented and what's put into uh, our children of today, it starts at a very young age and it starts with us. And so we give them the two, but Lord gives us what we give those mm-hmm. that are uh, that are growing and coming up. You know, my nieces, and uh, they are very in tune with technology because we are giving them technology, we're showing them how to do So we have right. to understand uh, we want to implement and start to uh, invest, um, not negatively, but uh, healthy. You know, that we're not um, 
showing them and get showing them habits and things that are um, contrary to who they're who they are and what they're supposed to be doing. So I think a lot of a lot of things that we do are as hatred and things that they stems from a very young age. And it's like I said, it's brought down from generation to generation. And to repair that, someone's going to have to take a stand and say, you know, I'm not going to to do what my forefathers did. I have a, I'm, I'm totally different. God has created a new thing. <laughs> he, and, and all yes. things are new when it comes to him. So um, we have to, like I said, take on a different mindset, have a different perspective, um, be willing to be different because yes. um, your difference is what makes the difference. Um, it, yes. it, it is the difference. Uh, is going to cause um, things to shatter. And some people don't want things to shatter. Some people, think, some people don't want things to break because that's how we used to do it. And um, us, how we used to do it, creates a, a formality. And with those formalities, they create, of course, create chains. And um, there's there's no movement in a chain. Uh, there's only bondage. And so um, I believe that we, we as a people, and those that are growing up now, and those that you know are older, if they see, we have to call out the particular things of which we have created, um, yes. which has become a chain or has become a hindrance to our movement. We have to call that particular thing out, and then strive to be different. You know, saying take on a new mindset, surrender that. Like I said, it has to go. It goes beyond the chain. It's the root of the problem. It's not really the chain, it's the root. Where, how did we get here? You know, and, and understanding that God will reveal those things and, and then you surrender yourself and then you can allow, like I said, those particular, to allow the Lord to do, to allow the Lord to cultivate your thinking, uh, how you right. treat, what you say, um, give you, uh, speak death to the, to the thing that has caused hindrance and hurt to your family. And then speak yeah. life, you know what I'm saying, uh, to a new way of thinking, uh, to a new level of, of understanding. And so I think, like I said, overall, pretty broad, but um, overall, <laughs> overall, I just see that it starts at a young age. What are we feeding our children? What are we? Mm -hmm. What are What are we feeding? Are we feeding them good food or bad? You know, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. this thing is going to continue, not just with you but it'll continue with them and then it'll continue with their children and then continue with that we have to we have to be careful about what we're feeding our children we have to be careful right. about what we're feeding ourselves so it, it will linger on if we allow it to continue but we have to mm -hmm. break break it we have to be the breakers yes yes amen amen minister flora praise god um the cracks in this generation um, uh, and it been cracks in, in every generation you know like it, 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 it it's, it's been deficits in every generation and, and it's becoming more and more apparent in each generation and one of the things and stuff that, that has happened um, with uh, in, and especially in this culture in our American culture we have we have we have uh, sort of sh shifted away from God in so many different mm -hmm. areas in our, in our lives, and 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 we've been blessed with so much, and, and but, but but some of the things that 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 uh, God has allowed for a blessing has been turned into a curse. And one of the things is 
uh, the technology and the artificial intelligence, but that could be used for God's glory. But the world yes, is now is using it for for their own benefit, and and just the, like the way the way the gospel is being delivered, it, it, it has, has has changed, and and it's been it, it's been a blessing. Instance, even just this podcast, just being able to do this, is something other that wasn't able to be done in generation past, and 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 it is a way to reach many, but so many are not using these type of platforms for this. Facebook has been used for so many things. Other than the spreading of the gospel and other and and, and stuff so like uh and, and and other technologies have been used and 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 and, and it, it, it ends up increasing the the the, the this this crank or this this division that that has has happened to to even the very elect of god children uh, the children are, 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 are born astray and getting away because technology is their way like and if we don't learn how to reach them through the through the methods that they are used to then, then, mm-hmm. then, then we're going to lose them because many are not going to church traditionally because it's not, it's not, it's not been forced. When, when we were young and, and when many was young, they grew up in, in, in a family of faith. You didn't have a choice. You went to, you went to church. You went to the church, and that's where you you, 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 you learn about God and stuff. That's not happening in so many of our millennial families. Church is not Sundays is is is, is everything but a day of of, of worship. Sunday become a, a, a day of rest a day of, of, of shopping a day of this or a day of that a day to wash cars a day whatever but but it's not it's it's not the uh, we especially in the black families black families it was, it was church you, you prepared for church on Saturday night and that's you knew mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. even an option you knew mm-hmm. on Sunday morning you're getting up you're getting dressed and you're going to church and and so and sometimes that was an all day thing and some families like uh like my when my when my children were little uh we went to we started in Sunday school went through regular worship and then they were back at five o'clock for for uh for for a uh youth type training type thing so so like it was a way of life and 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 that's that's has not a part of many lives, many many young people's lives today, and the, and they they spend their whole time staring into a phone or a tablet or or mm-hmm. uh, uh, on the computer, and and if nothing is there, but that that that's put there by the, the generation before them to intrigue them about the word of God, about the truth of God. If nothing is there to get their attention, no matter how creative you might have to be, we the gospel don't change, but sometimes we need to adapt our way of delivery. We need to adapt to what we do in mm-hmm. order to reach this mm-hmm. generation because this generation is not lost. They are still, they mm-hmm. are many whose name's been written in the Lamb's Book of Life that's a part of this millennial mm-hmm. generation that has not been reached because the church refused to get out of tradition. And we, mm. we, we, we got like, so and sometimes in order to, to reach the masses, the, the, the word don't change, but the method might have to. The yeah. method of, and stuff so like, so like we have to understand and, 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 and really seek God of how, how, what do I need to do that that to to to, to, to uh, be able to present this gospel truth that has not changed? The gospel has been the gospel since since the beginning of time. The and the whole sixty six books is about the gospel. No it didn't change from the, the gospel began in the Old Testament. So so this message that's so old, how can we make it new for this generation? 
that 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 that, that, they, that they can hear, and and then and then breaking the chains of tradition because sometimes sometimes change we we think of change as uh, the the, the uh, uh, chains as something other that that is always uh, 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 a of a, a major sin nature, and sometimes mm-hmm. chains are our own traditions. That, yeah. that, has, that, that that keeps us bound to the things of the past and sometimes you, in order to reach the generations that we're in now the generation and 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 and, and, what, and, what, and the things that's going to draw them away we need to start changing how we present the truth again you know and, and break the chains of tradition in our in the religious uh, uh, way of life that that, that 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 will not in no way capture the attention because Jesus came and broke traditions when he came when he came the first time he broke the tradition the religious traditions of the law yeah and 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 it didn't go over well with the with with with, with the status quo and it will not go over well with the, with with many religious leaders of today when traditions are changed when like mute and 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 I and, and I when I, I get on YouTube and I'm, I'm listening to some of the music that the contemporary I mute some of it it, it it may not be my taste but it, it but if it's if it got the gospel in it it's got the truth in it and it's able to reach a generation where that music is their taste we, we, we don't mm-hmm. we should stand against what God is doing we should we should mm-hmm. be as as a as as the religious become so religious that we can't open our hearts and minds to, to a, a new method of reaching the masses that that will hear you know I like we we just need we, we, those those chains of tradition needs to be broken in order to 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 to, to repair the cracks from that that's in this generation that has separated us like and, and those who are, are seasoned believers and we can be seasoned and know the truth but the, the mm. whole point is to be able to transfer that truth into the minds of the young people who, who are in a completely different generation, a completely different culture, been, been tempted by completely different things. The word don't change. Word right. don't change. The truth don't change. But the method of delivery can, and that can bridge yes. a gap. That 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 uh, this generation between one generation and the other, and be able to break chains that that we're talking about. We're talking about generational sins and stuff. This is what it's about. But still, we, in order to for for, for those th- those things uh, uh, to be broken, we got to reach that person where they are in their hearts, and and it got to be an inside out change in them. And that's only can mm-hmm. be done if, if when the word can penetrate that and and, mm-hmm. and get past. This, this out of shell that 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 the world now has has, has placed in the minds and hearts uh, it's so different than a lot of times than what we have because they've been exposed to so much more been exposed yeah. to so there's just a, a, a level of innocence that's simply not it doesn't it, 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 as soon as they are I got babies right now like two and three years old that 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 first thing they ask is for Gaga's phone is for mm-hmm. for, for mama's phone. And something they own YouTube, and yes, they did that. Some of those look like, but but we gotta be able to guide and direct what they hear and what they're listening to and what's going into their ear gates and and stuff because the enemy has stuff out there and it may be camouflaged in little cartoons and little things, mm-hmm. so camouflage. But he yeah. but his, his 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 he's on his job. He's he, oh, he's, yeah. he's changing the methods how he reach folks. We gotta change mm-hmm. how we reach them for God. 
that that, that God can can that, that God can still penetrate the hearts of these babies and and, and and change them from the inside out and the curses that has plagued us don't plague them. Amen. Amen. So so in in what you said it it it, it has me to think about um, Pastor Natasha's ministry. It's outside mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. Amen. That, that is a very unique um, method of getting the word, especially to our uh, millennials, to our youth. You know that that you know the fact that you have um, taken boldness and take taken it into a coffee shop, a place where from young to old hangs out <laughs> in a coffee shop. I think that that is so Amen. awesome. Amen. That Amen. We, um, I am definitely going to get to um, one of these Wednesdays. I'm going to make time and um, get to um, support um, your ministry because I think that it is awesome. And I definitely see it going, um, reaching the masses and going um, to many places that ministry um, wouldn't even go just because of the people that's coming through. You know, they're not necessarily coming to your particular event on Wednesday, but they're just coming through and they hear or they're wondering what's going on over there. You know, it, it draws people over. Um, um, Pastor Natasha, go ahead and, and elaborate a little bit of, you know, what goes on Wednesday at the coffee shop. I know um, there's a, a couple of times I've been able to look briefly um, at the live um, broadcast that you have. Um, I haven't been able to sit all the way through. But just tell us briefly of what goes on um, on Wednesday evening at your Bible study. Um, well, pretty much... Um we just pretty much set up in an area um, that, and we're, you know, ex- expectation that uh, other people will come. And we have had uh, quite a few different people come through um, and just sit and listen and ask questions. Um, mm. And j- I just think being in a different setting, because we are actually in a, right across the street from uh, UNCC Charlotte. So okay. um, the Lord had pressed upon me that it had to be in a place, like I said, more of a coffee shop type mm-hmm. of setting uh, because we have to go out um, and like I said, to reach those. They're not going to come. Uh, I'm finding a lot, a lot of people are not coming, like the uh, minister said, that they're not coming to the churches. And so no. we are the church and we are the building. And so we have that very thing in that community and in that place. So. Uh, I, I'm thankful that the owner allowed us to use. Um, she told me um, the only reason why she opened the coffee shop is because God told her. And so I am grateful and thankful that she allowed us to uh, be able to uh, come there every single every single Wednesday. We um, support her her um, business, of course, and we work together. And I, I think it's an awesome idea. Of course, gave it a press upon me. I God be glory. Uh, and that, like I said, people uh, people are coming every week. Um, and the ministry is not, like I said, it's not just here. I have people in other states and not actually in other countries as well. So we're having people watch pretty much all around the place. Every, awesome. every time we go live. 
That's so Amen. awesome. Amen. So awesome. Um, even even through um, doing like this this podcast for me, it it you know it took me a minute to <laughs> take this step. Um, but you know, Minister, you are right on target when you say that it's important that we begin to reach, um, especially our youth. But even even older people have run from the church due to church hurt, um, being yeah. hurt by leadership, being abused or misused or what whatever the case may be. And they're running from the church because of, you know, um, I think it's awesome that um, the people of today are finally coming from the background and up to the front and stepping out on boldness you know on whatever whatever God is putting in your heart um to move on I mean just believe just trust that he is going to provide everything from paper plates to money to shoes to whatever whatever the ministry is (laughs) God is gonna provide every piece of it and you do not have to worry about money where it's gonna come from how you're gonna get it done because when it's his vision working through you the people fall in place he impresses upon his people those that have an ear let them hear those that have an eye let them see he impresses upon his people and they move they move they move according to his spirit so we just thank god for both of you thank you both for coming out this morning we're moving into our questions and answers phase we have two i just picked i had several questions from um last week but i, I always ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to say to the people? So we have two questions and I'm going to ask them and you guys can jump right in. Robert E. from Savannah, Georgia. He says, his question is, I have recently given my life to Christ. Praise God. One year ago and I have met a young lady. She is 29 years old. I am 35 years old, she is Muslim, and I believe in Christ. However, I want to ask her to marry me. Are we unevenly yoked, and how do I know if I'm clearly wanting this desire from my spirit versus my flesh? Mm. (laughs) Does anyone want to attack that question? Praise God. I, I will. I will make Minister an effort. Flora. Amen. I'll make an effort. Um, I to answer the first question. Uh, as far as being unevenly yoked, the word says, "How can two walk together unless they agree?" And there's strong disagreement in these two belief systems. The Muslim and walking by faith in Christ Jesus. And being a new member of the body of Christ may not be equipped to make the change or the stand on 
your own faith in order and to, in order to, to cause someone who's been who's who's grounded in what they believe. I don't know how long this young lady's been a Muslim, but if she grew up in in an Islamic faith and it's and and it's, it's completely set on her faith and her belief system, it's going to take a strong man of God. To, to end up being able to, 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 to stand in and have a relationship with someone who believes something totally different and not be swayed. And then what about if there is our children that are connected to your, your relationship, a boundary relationship, how torn will they be? And so think on these things, just think on these things concerning the difference and, and, and how and, 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 and what, what will the children be raised to believe? with these conflicting views in the household. Uh, now, God is able to, to transform, but I, I, I would, wouldn't make a step of making a connection of, of, of marriage that's what's supposed, what we believe is, supposed, is a lifetime commitment with someone who don't believe the same as I do about my Jesus, who will not acknowledge him as God. Uh, who will who 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 has a completely different uh, 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 faith concerning how what salvation is all about and and what 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 evokes men saved and and who God really is and 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 all these things and stuff like that's that's that those are foundational things that you you must have the same walk in like like this like this that's uneven yes it's unevenly yoked and. Yes, and as far as whether or not this is coming from your spirit or from your flesh, evaluate that according to this statement. Is that if if you're not if you have to desire what God desires for you, and I and uh, unless this young lady changes her way of believing, unless the Holy Spirit comes in and changes her heart the same way He changed yours. You may not have been of another faith, but since you recently got saved, you didn't always believe in. You didn't always believe in Christ. So now, now that he believes, and and he and, and the, the enemy is is this, this this this. I don't know whether she was in your life before you got saved, or whether you met her afterwards. But if you met her after you got saved, it's, it definitely may be the lust of the flesh that's drawing you to her. Uh, she may be a beautiful young woman, and and you desire her, uh, but. And she may, and, and it's not saying she's not good-hearted or kind, and, and, and maybe a, be a wonderful wife in so many different ways. But there's going to be so many conflicts is in a marriage that's that's between a person that, even if it's between a person who's unsaved or a person who's also have two different faiths, the conflict is not. It's, it's going to be very, very difficult to overcome in a marriage. And 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 and, and, and your new walk right now don't need that kind of conflict in it like you get grounded and rooted like you like you continue i would advise continue to be a, being a friend continue maybe being in her life continue trying to influence her by 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 your own walk but to make a commitment of marriage may not be the right thing to do at this time amen pastor you have anything to say yes um <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I, I know. Good, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, a hot, the Bible says a house divided will not stand. Amen. Um, and so that, you know, fires two different beliefs. And I have been in that situation before. 
having two different beliefs. Um, it's definitely going to be different. I, I, because, like I said, you guys are not, you, you're not in the same place, like far as worship, far as who God is. Um, it will definitely cause a division. Um, it also causes an imbalance. Um, so, um, and God wants us to live a balance. He wants us to be prosperous. He wants us uh, to give us hope in the future. But um, it, it, like I said, it all, um, it all, it, it's about the foundation. You're building. When you get married, you're building. Um, it's not a. It's 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 more than it's you. Both of you guys are working together, and you have to understand. Like I said, spiritually, where you guys are. Um, and if one person is believing this over here, another person, it, it's definitely going to be a lot of division. Um, so I would definitely, and you also have to make sure, um, sometimes we can get mixed up when we uh, get in relationships with people and believe it's supposed to be a actual uh, relationship, relationship, not just a friendship, but an actual, um, like marriage and things of nature. Uh, sometimes we can get those mixed up with assignments. So um, maybe she is someone that, like I said, you uh, can influence, uh, or maybe through your life and you giving your life to Christ, you may have an influence on her uh, mm -hmm. to be able to seek him, to seek the Lord out, um, to find out more, um, to you know convert, or uh, a transformation may happen just because of your connection with Christ in your life. Um, mm -hmm. and, and like I said, we have to be careful to make sure that we're not a mixing of assignments um, and making lifetime commitments. Yes, yes, yes. Both of your answers were awesome. For me, I, I would say fast and pray. You know, fast and pray. Just, just get before God, get in his glory, and allow God to deal with you. Um, on that and I concur with both of the answers that yes that you know you are unevenly yoked and the, the belief systems are totally different so fast pray get in the presence of the Lord and let God direct your steps amen so Karen J she is from Winston-Salem North Carolina she says I would like to she, oh, she gave, she gives a statement. I would like to commend all of you for getting up early Saturday morning to release a word from the Lord. This is so great. Thank you, Karen. So she says, um, my question is, how do you know when you are receiving a right now prophetic word or a prophetic word that is in the future would either one of you like to attack uh, praise God um, minister Floor. Yes. Um, I believe that uh, God will direct your path concerning that um, because like sometimes like when, when, when the prophetic is presented to us we want to immediately claim it and at time, I believe that one of the things we need to that you need to have when you receive a word of prophecy from a man or woman of God, that you you understand you have to wait on God's timing. It may be for right now, 
it may truly be for right now. Uh, but timing will tell. What we need to do is realize that even if the, the vision lingers to wait on it, like that, that, that uh, we don't, don't try to, we don't necessarily have to discern whether it is for right now. What we do need to do is learn, know that when we receive a word, that it may be a word that we have to wait on. And it also may be a word that, that God is going to manifest for us right now. It may be something else that God is, is uh, so the attitude of being willing to wait, the attitude of being willing to wait, and to put my grandson out, uh, the attitude of being willing to wait, it has to be a part of our lives. Like, um, just any time we hear a word, it's, sometimes it's like we, we want to, to try to discern, okay, is this for me to do right now? Or is this for me to do later? Just, just receive the word and have a willing spirit to wait if I must and to watch what God is doing. It's that we need to watch and pray. So like when the word is given, you know, when we receive, we receive a word from, 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 from a man or woman of God, a prophetic word, or we hear God himself speaking to us, wait on the manifestation. Be willing to wait. He said, they that wait upon the Lord shall we need a strength. So that willingness to wait, even if you don't have to, it may be a wait for a moment. It may be a wait for a while. But Abraham received the word of God when, when God told him about, but and he received that, that, that he believed, but he faltered when he wanted to make it in his own timing. Be willing to continue to wait if you have to, and just let God do what he needs to do in your life in order to make it come to pass. Amen. Pastor? I concur with you, Mr. Um, waiting is necessary um, and definitely making sure, like I said, staying um, so connected, um, keeping your ears and eyes open uh, to God and what he's showing you in the way, because um, he'll give you signs, uh, he'll give you, uh, he'll, he'll give you signs, and, and it's, you know, sometimes uh, we can miss it by being so focused on the prophecy. Um, but yet still, he still speaks. He's still speaking. But I said, just continue to stay in prayer. Um, allow the Holy Ghost to show you. Um, like, sometimes we'll move, you know, in step and out of step too fast, too quick. Um, and it not be what it is that he already declared over your, your life. But because it looked like a certain way, then we can make that, we can make a mistake. Um, and end up, you know, tampering or, or you know, hurting our own destiny. So um, definitely uh, what Minister said, being able to wait and uh, staying connected and being open to what God is showing you in the wait. Because he will show you, he will give you, he will give you what you need, he will lead you, God, and to stay open in the spirit. Awesome, awesome, that's great answers. Um, I concur with both of you. Um, the word tells us to um, try the spirit with the spirit and we are to walk in spirit and in truth. Um, know that whatever prophetic word that you are receiving, that it is the spirit of our Father, God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost. Um, pray upon that word before taking any type of action and uh, validating, confirming um, what's already in your spirit because see mo most of the time sometimes we get words that are um, 
clear into our future or um because the 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 duty of the prophet one of the duties of the prophet is to create um but the majority of the time a word a prophetic word is the word of God. It is confirmation. It is something that has already happened or happening currently in your life. So try the spirit, by the spirit, and walk in truth. So moving on. I would once again like to thank both of you for coming out this morning and attacking our part two of Breaking Generational Chains. Listeners, thank you guys for coming on and um, listening to what the Lord had to say to us about the cracks in our foundations of generations. Um, You ladies did awesomely well. And listeners, listen, journalize your journey with Christ. Go to our website, www.thesecretcurrency.info and purchase one of our secret currency journals or schedule your prophetic confidential consultation and we will minister the word of the Lord to you. Connect with us on social media, uh, our at Our Secret Currency, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we look forward to your questions and your concerns. Minister Flora, Pastor Natasha, I would like both of you to take two to three minutes and give our listeners an exhortation um, encouraging them empowering them for the weeks to come Pastor Natasha okay I I know that um, a lot of us may be dealing with some things right now that we don't understand Uh, and it's not about for you to understand it's for you to know that God has already handled every situation and problem, uh, and he has already given you the solution, which is him. And so lean on the solution, trust um, his word, trust that he knows uh, everything about you. He has already constructed the plan, even uh, when sometimes uh, get um, caught up in uh, what we see and think that, you know, that is it, there's more to what you see now. There's more to where you've been. Um, and don't allow what, uh, how your past, uh, how your past can overtake and, and take you to a place of negativity. Don't allow those particular things to uh, harbor your spirit. Don't allow those things to harbor your steps. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and faith, not to your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him shall direct the path. Allow him to direct your path this week. Um, not backwards, but forwards. Uh, not um, in, in what you used to do, but what you have to do now. Uh, it's a new day, it's a new season, it's a new time. 
and we have to embrace what God has already given us. And he has given us light. He has given us, he has given us peace. He has given us joy. So let those things uh, be your portion. Set your mind on things above this week. Uh, because you cannot afford it. We cannot afford it, uh, to go back into the old place. We can't afford to go backwards um, into uh, chains um, because we are healed and set free. We are made free. And so walking your freedom today, live it out for real, live on the breath of God for real, and understand that everything has already worked in your favor. And you have nothing to worry about because you have That's all you Awesome, powerful. Minister? Praise God. Uh, one of the things that the Lord has uh, laid upon my heart while doing the study on uh, breaking chains, uh, generational chains, is that we don't have to be what we were. We don't have to be what our parents were. We, we are new creations in Christ Jesus. And God desires to do a new thing in our lives. But it's gonna take some 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 recognition and understanding and, and looking back and one of the things in preparation for 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 tonight today I looked at uh, the the uh, looked at Abraham's story and and Isaac's story and Jacob's story the the chain of deception was 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 manifested in the lives of our patriarchs Abraham lied about his wife Isaac lied about his wife. And Jacob was known as the great deceiver. So like those mm. that that but but Joseph shows them the path. And and God used that 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 fourth generation down. And he told and like he, he became a person of integrity instead of deception. And so we have the power to break chains in our lives. And whatever those chains are, right, one of the things I brought out the first time is that I know that a, 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 a procrastination type thing was manifested in, 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 in my life over the years. And, and But those thought patterns have to change where I stopped putting off things that should have been done today for, for tomorrow. And I, and but that was that was part of what I've, I've I've actually learned from my mother. I can't blame that on my mother. I can't blame that that the fact that, that but what I need to do is look at myself and understand that now that I'm a new creature creation in Christ, I don't have to have that thing. And it it, is, it has to be a thought change, a thought change in my life that, to know that when I hear what I when I when I see what needs to be done, do it today. And, 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 and that will prepare my tomorrow for something else. And But those are the things and stuff that you, that you have to do. It's like change change those one things at a time, those strongholds that the enemy... And don't don't always just think of generational change as, as major major flaws and major sins. It's those little foxes. Get rid of the little foxes. That's, 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 that's destroying the vine of life that God desires to create in us and then that we might have this abundant life that he's promised us. It's available, it's in us. But we, we yeah. have to end up allowing it to manifest through growth and through change. And that's an inside-out change. You can't do it with resolutions. You can't do it by, re by resolving it in your mind that this, I know I need to do better but allow the, the gospel and the truth of who you really are to change you from the inside out that you can live and be who God has created you to be. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome exhortations. Um, 
I'm going to conclude with what the Lord has given me. It is our duty as leaders of the kingdom of God to restore and rebuild the foundation of Christ in each generation, keeping Christ Jesus relevant. However, God is so mighty and powerful that if we don't cry out, those that are not righteous will begin to cry out and worship him. It may not be in spirit and in truth, but they will worship because God is sovereign and he is the creator of all things. The Holy Scripture tells us to come as we are, but traditional churches always refer to what's on the outside. Once you read Scripture and get to know the voice of God, you get the the revelation that Christ was speaking of the inside of you. Come as you are. Trust in God to transform you to the greatness that he has called you from the foundations of the earth. Fire from heaven, rain now. You know, I declare that the foundations in the people of God are restored now in preparation for generations to come. Now and in the future, I declare generational wealth is released now in spiritual prosperity, spiritual wisdom, divine health, lucrative inventions, and monetary increases. God, you said what's loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. What's bound on earth is bound in heaven. Declaring that the we are declaring that the windows of heaven are open. Walk expecting the blessing to pour in like a flood. We bind up the spirit of lack or not enough, and we loose the spirit of abundance and prosperity in every area of our lives. Believe that what you ask for, without doubt, God will give you your request. In his time, he will release his request to your request to you. We release our angels of war and we guard, we gird them up with the armor of God, according to Ephesians 6 and 10 and Psalms 91. We release the angels of signs and wonders, grace and mercy, and we gird you up with Psalms 23, according to your word, Psalms 24 and Isaiah 55. Father, we worship you in spirit and in truth, and we trust you with each and every situation of our lives. In the name of Yahshua, the Messiah. Amen. So ladies, we're here. We are at the end. Are all hearts and minds clear? Do either of you have anything else that you would like to share with our wonderful listeners out there? On this morning. Hearts and minds are clear. Hearts and minds are clear. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you for coming out. It's like it's raining outside. It's so gloomy. But I feel a ray of sunshine for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) It's the power of our Lord. Amen. Yes. 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 No, it doesn't. It stays lit like a candle, right? Enjoy this time. Praise God. 
Yes, yes, yes. So um, we will talk. in Charlotte pretty soon yes at the coffee shop <laughs> yes I would we are you are so welcome everyone else is welcome as well yes everybody's welcome awesome awesome well, peace until next time Thank you.